Hello and welcome to another episode of Hit or Miss, a baseball podcast hosted by me, Alexandra Aguila. And today is November 1st, the start of a new month. That means the start of a new schedule. So before I get into this week's episode, let me go ahead and say that there is a new schedule. completely going to start on the free agent stuff, everything like that, because it's technically not the off season yet. Baseball's still going on. We got the World Series of Fall Classic on right now, so that information will be coming out a little bit later. But without further ado, let's start. Let's start with today. Today, November 1st, Tuesday, Ian Happ was named the Gold Glover in the National League in left field. How amazing is this? I literally screamed. I got the notification in the car and I freaked out. My mom was like concerned. I was in tears. I am beyond proud. I am so happy for him. If you guys don't know, Ian Happ is probably, if not my favorite, he's up there. He's definitely like, honestly, he's probably my favorite, if I'm being honest. Has to be my favorite player, favorite person um, on and off the field. He's just an all-around great guy and I'm so Happy and excited for him. This is the first of many, and congratulations to Ian Happ, who won the National League left field gold glove. So let's get into that a little bit. Ian Happ had an amazing season this year. His defense in left field was underrated, to say the most. I feel like a lot of left fielders definitely got the recognition, obviously, depending on their ball club. Um, But Ian Happ was overlooked, and I think him being an all-star this year kind of changed the whole perspective on him and how he was viewed from beyond Cubs fans. So it was just really cool to see that he got the recognition for going to the all-star game um, and as well as being a gold glover, even a finalist. So uh, well-deserved, like I said, underrated amongst the leave, I believe. And his defense was absolutely impeccable. I mean, we know that the field and the levels there at Wrigley Field can be tricky, especially on the left side with that wall um, and the foul line being so close to the wall. Injuries are prone to happen and as well as the ivy behind him. So he did an amazing job. It's hard to see in Wrigley Field. I feel like, I mean, I don't know from his perspective, but with the lights, um, the wind going out, the baskets right there, Give we have to give him credit. So defense impeccable and with everything going on this year like all of I guess you could say drama surrounding him he was never distracted he kept his eye on this season and he worked on what he needed to work on and he really was focused into the game Um, took none of like the trade deadline rumors anything of that was put into play and I think that's what makes what separates him from most you know he 
he just kept going and he had a tremendous season. He did have a lot of ups and he did have a couple of downs, but with that, he still had probably one of the best seasons of his career so far. So like I said, congratulations to him. Even with the distractions of the trade deadline, where was he going to go? You know, what's going to be the outcome for him? Is he still going to be on the Cubs after the trade deadline? What is this team going to look like? Where is he, like, where could he fit? Everybody said Yankees. Some people said, uh, what was another one? I think, like, the Astros were thrown into the mix, even, like, the Dodgers. Um, but none of them, none of that really seemed to distract him and really had a great season for himself. So definitely well-deserved and, yeah, so... He is the Gold Glove winner, and speaking a little bit more on Ian Happ and his future, he's with the Cubs until 2024 when he's eligible for free agency, given that he has to go through arbitration But in 2023, but um, he's with the Cubs for at least two more years, and with the looks of this team, without getting too much into the overall team itself, he has such an important role in this team now, and I think in the future. I feel like Ian Happ is one of those players that you have to keep on your future Cubs team. He is an all-around, well-rounded player, defensive-wise, and then he also put in amazing numbers this season. So I definitely think that this is a guy that you want on your team for the long run, not just the postseason, not just the regular season, but on your team for a long, long time. He just fits with the Cubs, and I think going along with What Judd Hoyer wants, ultimately, is a very new Cubs team that fits well together, and I think he can play an important role in that Cubs team. So hopefully 2024 isn't his final year, and he carries out his career with the Cubs. So that was very, very important news and exciting news that happened today. Wanted to obviously touch base on that, over the moon about it. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about Kyle Hendricks. Kyle Hendricks, who we haven't touched base on in a while. We haven't really heard about him. We know that his season got cut short with a capsular, I may be like completely butchering this word, but capsular tear in his shoulder. Um, And unfortunately, he was out for the remainder of the season. And now this offseason goes into free agency. My personal thoughts is it's like, I see it on a scale and it's currently balanced. Like it's like weighing differently right now of like, do I want him to stay or do I think he can go to another team and we can get more opportunities in return? So let's speak of Kyle Hendricks as a whole. Amazing pitcher. I believe he's an amazing, amazing pitcher. Overall career stats, 3.46 ERA his whole career. That's not bad. I definitely think that he is a very consistent pitcher, if that makes sense. He does have his good seasons, obviously. Last season wasn't that great for him, but combined, he's a pretty average in a good way. Like, average, not like, eh, he's just not the best, but but like, he'll get you the innings. He'll, he'll go through seven innings. He gets you the innings. The overall speed isn't there but the command is so good with Kyle Hendricks and I think that's what makes him a great pitcher Um, obviously the question going into free agency is is he going to be healthy our team's going to want him if he still isn't 100% healthy are the Cubs going to want him if he's still not 100% healthy so I think his health really plays a big factor into this 
we know he's been with the Cubs for a while, was with the Cubs in that 2016 team. And overall, I feel like he likes it here. Like, I feel like he doesn't want, he wouldn't want to go to another team. Obviously, I think that the Cubs are still, like, his number one team. That's just what I'm predicting. I really don't know, but I still think that there's a chance for him to be on this team because of how much he spent time with the team, if that makes sense. But yeah, I just, I think that he is a good pitcher to have, especially as we know the pitching depth currently is a little bit shaky. We do have Marcus Stroman, who's pitched well, and Wade Miley, who unfortunately we didn't see his full potential, still in the starts that he had pitched really well. Justin Seal, who's shoving, literally shoved this past season. Thompson, who had an incredible season. Um, And then Smiley, who came to the team, who also had some pretty good starts. So I think that the pitching is definitely not perfect. We know that. But it's pretty average. And I think the only reason that it hasn't lived up to its potential is because of the injuries that we've had with our pitchers. If they would have had all healthy, and I'm not saying in their prime, if they would have been all healthy this whole entire season, I think this season would have been the complete opposite than how it turned out. Because I believe that if Wade Miley was healthy the whole entire year, he would have been extremely exceptional and we would have gotten a lot more wins. Um, The same thing with Smiley. Justin Steele out for a little bit. Him too. Marcus Stroman, he, he had some losses. He had some tough losses, but overall, I think he was great. Honestly, that's what I believe. Kyle Hendricks, another guy who overall, like I said, will get you the innings. And our bullpen was really good in the beginning of the season before the deadline. So I definitely think if this pitching staff wouldn't have been injured like it was, it would have been a different team and a new and different perspective. But unfortunately, we cannot change what happened. And here we are. So I think that Kyle Hendricks is a guy that you want on your team. He is a veteran guy. A lot of the guys look up to him. I mean, Marcus Stroman has said so himself. Another guy who's been injured, Adbert Alzali, just came to mind, who career-wise has been amazing. Unfortunately, didn't pitch at all this season. But at the same time, you add him into the mix, like that that's a really good pitching staff. That's a really good starting pitching rotation. So definitely, I think that if you keep all the guys and we pray to God that they're healthy, I think this could be a really, really good pitching team. But that's what I think. Like I said, it's always good to have those veteran guys in there, Kyle Hendricks being one of them. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Cubs do with him just because, like like I said, he's been on the team for a while and he's just so close-knit with everyone on the team. I would hate to see them cut ties and it would be surprising, honestly, to say the least, that they would cut ties um, and see who picks him up if anybody does, but... I also think that the Cubs are not going to have to pay him a lot for him to stay. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Kyle Hendricks. But um, yeah, that's what I got to say. Moving on, the Cubs did acquire a few new coaches. We have Justin Kelly, who's the new heading coach. And we also got a baseball scientist, which is pretty interesting. I'm excited to see, like, read some more stuff about it as we move on to next season. But Dustin Kelly, who's been in the minor league system with the Cubs for a while now, has now been moved up to the major leagues as a hitting coach. 
obviously we got some really good guys there down in the minors so really high hopes for him so it's going to be exciting to see this new um, coaching staff too how it works out Jed Hoyer making a lot of moves in the front office which I think was very honestly not surprising I think after you come off a season like the way you did it's pretty common to have things like this but um yeah exciting to see what happens with that and how that turns out but um speaking of the minors unfortunately we did have a few minor league injuries um in the past couple of days one of them being alexander canario who is an exceptional minor league hitter who has been playing winter ball in the dominican republic and has hurt his ankle and shoulder um the timeline on there varies so uh this is obviously tough news to hear especially if you're very interested in the farming system and um, the cubs minor league teams but um it's not looking good dislocated shoulder badly fractured ankle uh definitely a guy that you don't want injured and definitely a guy who you want to keep on that timeline to eventually put on your major league team um Speaking of injuries as well, Miguel Amaya, who also is getting Tommy John surgery, um, obviously has a lot to recover from there. Exceptional pitcher. Can't wait to see him. And then, obviously, the guy that we've all been talking about this whole entire season, Brandon Davis, who still has that lingering back issue. Is that a problem is a big question, and will it be a problem on his status, on how long it takes for him to make it up to the majors? So some, I hate to say big because maybe it's just like the, the voice inside of me just saying like, no, everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. But at the same time, this can potentially like just ruin the whole entire timeline of how they're supposed to make it to the major leagues and how, you know, they're supposed to debut. Like this sets them back. So my like question here is is does this set Jed Hoyer back like is he now thinking like all right well my three guys my three prospects who are amazing like literally like top farm system players in all of baseball have been injured obviously that's going to set the timeline for their debut back a few days if not weeks if not months whatever so does this set my idea or my plan for this quote-unquote new team back as well like does this mean we're now going to get more free agents this offseason does this mean you know now instead of competing like he said 2024 2023 are we not going to compete until like 2028 so it it might not seem like it and I think a lot of people kind of get like don't really realize how your farm system definitely depends or not depends but definitely impacts your major league team and the future of your major league team ultimately because these are guys that are going to be up here in the majors and we're going to be sitting at Wrigley Field watching them in a couple of years so hopefully they get healthy soon wishing them the best recoveries um hopefully everything is okay but it's going to be interesting to see if now this affects the free agent moves and how everything is going to turn out in the offseason. So that is something that I wanted to touch on really quick and kind of to end this episode off. I wanted to end it with, obviously, we know that the World Series is going on right now. 
I'm currently watching game three that was supposed to be on Monday, but got rained out, so moved to Tuesday. Um, we got some old Cubs. We got some ex-Cubs on the Phillies right now playing in the World Series. Kind of want to name them, obviously, Kyle Schwarber, who is near and dear to many Cubs fans' hearts, who is absolutely killing it right now in Philly. Um, this Phillies team, I know this is a Cubs episode, but this Phillies team is giving a little bit of the Cubs vibes. I'm sensing a little bit of 2016 Cubs World Series champions in them a little bit right now. Um, just to saying like how electric Philly is right now takes me back to how electric Wrigley Field was. Um, so yeah, Kyle Schwarber, obviously a guy who uh, impacted our 2016 team a lot, and if not, the Cubs franchise a lot. So he also won America free tacos. So <laughs> free Doritos, Locos tacos. Hopefully you guys got them. He stole a base and he's been stealing so many bases now. I am so happy for him. So happy for him because uh, you just can't, you can't throw Kyle Schorber out. Come on. So anyways, Kyle Schorber in the World Series. Another guy, Nick Castellanos, who we had on the team back in, I want to say 2019. I think he had a really good impact on the team. I thought he was great with the Cubs. He hit was hitting really good fielding was superior um now with the Phillies the hitting isn't really there but the defense has been pretty good this postseason it's really shown up and I think that's really like the stigma upon this whole Phillies team but um Nick Castellanos ex-cub in the fall classic and last but not least the guy who was with us for a very short amount of time but still made quite the positive impact on our team this year David Robertson who was traded at the deadline I mean, come on. He literally was probably the best closer, uh, arguably the best closer in baseball the first half of the season. He definitely showed that no matter how old you are, it does not matter. He can still pitch and see he still has the stuff. Um, and he did that first half of the season with the Cubs. So good. Uh, traded to the Phillies and still pitching well. So happy for them three who are competing right now hopefully they have a really good world series but yeah I just wanted to touch on that really quick and that kind of concludes this episode not a lot like I said baseball's still going on so I'm not going to really touch on the free agency as much but um, we will definitely get into more of that deeper and deeper as we go on to the off season and on to um, a little bit more of those trades happening so and signings as well so it's very, very exciting. Oh, last thing. I promise. I promise this is the last thing. CubsCon is coming back this year in January, and I will be there. Let me know if any of you guys are going. Please let me know. We can meet up, things like that. I am so excited. If you haven't purchased your tickets already, please do. Um, it's on the Cubs website, I'm pretty sure, but please go. It would be tons and tons of fun. There's going to be obviously so many players there but as well as other vendors um connect roasters who i know is going to be there they're going to have a little booth there definitely check them out best coffee in illinois in chicago i think i think personal opinion and i believe that's true but um like i said please go to cubs god it's going to be fun it's going to be exciting this is the first time that we're having it back in a couple of years and everybody's so hype about it it's going to be super super fun 
But yeah, so come out, meet everyone, meet all the players. Let me know if any of you guys are going. I'm so excited. But yeah, so CubsCon is in January. Get your tickets. They're going to go fast. I, I'm telling you, they're going to go fast. The first time in a while that they're having it, people are going to go crazy. So please get your tickets early. Um, yeah, that's really it that I have for this episode. Um, oh, okay. I literally keep saying that. But okay, I actually swear this is the last thing. If not, I'm ending the episode like right here. I, okay, so funny little story. So I was driving home from school and like all of a sudden, like I get a call and I'm like, hmm, like what is this about, right? So I answer the phone, Cubs front office, right? I am officially next on the list for season tickets. Do I do it? Guys, you got to tell me because I... When I tell you I was shanking, now, here's the thing. It, it, it's probably not really a big of a deal because, I mean, pretty much I know a lot of people who got the call. But, like, still, like, I've been on this list for, like, four years now. So, this was a pretty big moment for me. Um, If I'm going to get it, who knows? I'm talking to my parents about it. We're trying to figure it out um, because, obviously, it's very expensive. And, yeah, so, I don't know. Like, do I do it? Like, especially now that we're playing all 30 teams this year? Like, that... Does that up the price, though? That's a great question. I should probably find that out. But um, now that we're playing all 30 teams, it's, like, more and more exciting. So, like, we don't have to, like, go to the Brewers game, like, every single time. But I kind of really, really want to get them. But that's just me. I don't know. I don't know. Let me know. Guys, tweet at me. My Twitter is Alexandria underscore A 1020. Um, tweet at me your thoughts with this. What should I do? But uh, let me know. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Because then I could keep these and I can like pass them on to my grand. I don't know. I, I <sighs> Something about it. I don't know. The call made me happy. So that's really like the high of my day. But anyways... That officially wraps up this week's Cubs episode. Thank you guys again so much for listening. So happy to be back back. I promise you all I am back back. Um, But yeah, so you will hear from me on Friday for a baseball episode talking about none other than the World Series. But thank you guys again so much for listening. I hope you guys all had a great day and have a great rest of your week.